What's up, Steve? If you love the YNK podcast, we're about to release two bonus episodes every month, along with access to our Steve and Mingle Live. Go to OnlySteves.com for more information. You never knew. There's been so many like exciting little tidbits of news. Uh, the most obvious one, um, you Johnny's know, a, a girl who once upon a time shot cocaine up my butthole that just got engaged. You hear about that? <laughs> I did hear about that. There's really, there's literally love out there for anyone. Lucky guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking poor guy, man. <laughs> Little you know, somewhere your wife's shooting cocaine up a stranger's butthole. So if you're uh, married or thinking about getting married, <laughs> good chance she's already shot some cocaine up good someone's butt. She's done some real fucking gnarly shit. Uh, yeah, I'm dead. You know what they say? You uh, you never forget your first. <laughs> you never do. That you never a, do. Yeah. Honestly, good for her. Realize <laughs> she realized she didn't want that life anymore. You literally sent her into a fucking let's call it an uh, it's a downward spiral into marriage. Just like you know what, I'm out of this game completely. What the hell? What the hell did I do last night? Yeah, uh, that's good. What can you do? That's good stuff. I like. I mean, you already know this about me. Like, I I'm a I'm into weird stuff. I do. I'm a do it for the story kind of guy. Yeah. Do you re- you really get into that nonsense ever? No, never. I'm not really like a ratchet. Like, I don't do like freaky shit. Really, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't. It's not really it's not really my bag of tricks. Hey, blew you up. It's not my bag of tricks really. I don't it doesn't get my rocks off really. And like I don't I never find myself like going down that path with girls. I think it's also because I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's a fair excuse. I just don't I'm not really like super engaged with like one girl. You know what I mean? Like it's that's true. It's just a lot, a little of this, a little of that. So we don't really go down those rabbit holes because it's just it's not really a lot of time for it. You know? I already know. I mean, I hate that I know this, but I know for a fact you've gotten your salad toss before. I do. I have. That's, that's <laughs> a fact. I didn't. Wasn't how I drew it up. <laughs> wasn't how I drew it up exactly, but yeah. I actually woke up to it. Believe it or not, <laughs> it was like wake wake up to wake up to a blowy slash. She's just going. She just kept going south. I bet. I bet she's engaged now too. <laughs> she's probably married with kids. <laughs> that was a. Uh, Dude, I'm pretty sure dudes walked in on that too. Like Foley or was it you, Blue? Somebody walked in on it. Somebody <laughs> walked in. That was the same day. Yeah, it was Jerry and Foley, I think. Because like we were about to leave the hotel. And they were like, dude, I'm pretty sure. No, no. Something happened where they came in. They needed to get something out of the room. And like, I want to. Yeah, dude. The security was with them too. And like had to. They, I was asleep. And they were trying to get something. They needed to get something out of the room. So the security and Jerry and Foley like walk in and I'm like, they thought I was, they, they basically were like, dude, you're sleeping. We should fucking call Jerry in. They're like, you know, I'm pretty sure you, we walked in and you and you were asleep and you were getting fucking blowy. And you're just tongue deep in a, in a salad tossing sesh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, more power to her, honestly. I, I mean, don't, what's, what's on your, like, what's going on in your head where you're like, you know, you know what I think will <laughs> you know what I think he'll like? Yeah, I don't know. Just just a tongue in his butt upon waking up. I don't yeah, know. I mean, for any girls listening, yeah, I don't want to get in the way of your your sexual desires, but a guy's butthole is a whole different story <laughs> than your butthole. 
Let's put it that way. A whole oh different God. story. It's like the film Jumanji. It's <laughs> apples and oranges. And the latter part of the film, when the jungle starts growing everywhere in the house. Yeah. That's what Girls our don't poop, like. so it's safe, but we poop. <laughs> That's science. It's uh, math. Anyways, the the lesser of the important news we got, uh, Johnny Manziel episode of Y&K, currently our most popular episode by a long shot. I want to say within six days, it has doubled our most popular episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Johnny's a fucking electric guy. And to be honest, um, this wasn't a doubt in my mind. It would be the biggest one. I, I knew I can get him, you know, Johnny is, uh, has kind of like sidestepped doing shit like that just cause it was for personal reasons too. You know, like him, he had, he had hurdles to get over. Um, he had to arrive at a place where he was comfortable to really be honest. And, and I didn't want to really do, I didn't really want to go down that, you know, that path with him until he was ready to do that. But mm -hmm. I knew our conversation would be really like, would be really, you know, for like, it was just like a fulfilling conversation where he could, he could just not hold anything back. And, you know, like the whole idea behind the podcast in general is to have like unbuttoned conversations with people who, you know, probably don't get a chance to have like really genuine conversations on camera. Mm -hmm. I see a lot. I know a lot of guys that uh, I wish that people got to see more of their true personality versus like them answering sports reporters that they don't trust. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. so there's a cool lane. And I think that's a good example of that. Like, you know, one's really, see I had so many people hit me like, yo, I didn't even, I didn't know Johnny was like that, you know, really cool dude. There's a reason he's one of my favorite guys. I mean, he's living under this. He's living in our house. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's something we'll get into in a second. <laughs> um, yeah, we it got a lot of uh, good press. You know, yeah. it's, it's happened time to time with our podcast. Mm -hmm. How do you think the uh, that interview was perceived by the media? I thought it was pretty positive. Yeah, it seemed positive. I mean, it's hard hard to watch that. Like, you could see a clip here and there and be like, "Oh, fuck this guy!" Like. He threw away his opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But if you really, like, actually gave gave an open mind and, like, gave it a true listen with an open mind, um, you know, that's why I like podcasts. You can, like, actually feel the authenticity of it and you could feel if it's contrived. And mm -hmm. um, it's really honestly and obviously not contrived. It's just, like, you know, you're, you're, you're by the end of it, you're rooting for the guy to, like, you know, he, he's in no way, like not owning up to the things he's done and he but the the thing is like why do you have to apologize for your life i think that's a weird concept well he he did mention that you know he apologized to right people on his team his totally te his teammates who were taking shit super seriously you totally know? that's and that's that's fair and I, yeah. I thought that was really cool that's been a clip that was like the clip that went like super viral mm -hmm. um and and i think that's what people wanted to hear people his teammates probably wanted to hear that and Media wanted to hear that, but like I'm talking more about people who, you know, there's people that DM me and message me and write on my comments like, "Fuck this guy, bro!" Like, and I'm just, <laughs> you know, one, it says a lot of says more about you than him, and two, it's his life. How the fuck is his decisions really making? You know, unless you're a Browns fan and you, you know, felt some type of way, you know, and that's your that's your team. I I hear that, you know, but the the dude's just trying to figure it out. And he's still to this day trying to figure it out. You know, mm -hmm. he has ups and downs, just like any of us do. But which is, wait, remind me how old he is again right now? I think he's twenty eight. 
I mean, I can show you a slew of 28-year-olds who don't have it figured out. You know yeah, I mean? man. Like, that's the norm. Dude, I didn't start figuring shit out really, like, I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, but mm-hmm. really, like, into my 30, like, when I turned 30 and, like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know, I just, like, realized I was kind of daydreaming through life a little bit, like, not, not appreciating the... The general ins and outs of life which which sucks to realize you know it yeah. sucks to realize that but there's something to be said about like those realizations i don't know it's 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 well some people never hit that i'm just talking simply about like finding purpose out. and figuring out what you want to do with your life which yeah is- yeah yeah i mean look he in his case in particular like he had a really 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 clear narrow path like he was a very gifted athlete so mm-hmm. it was picked for him like you know, that's kind of how it is. Like, yeah, you're blessed with these abilities and, and it's picked for you. But that doesn't necessarily mean that your heart and soul is into it. I know. And he's a pure example of that. You know, like he got burnt out and he, and he experienced the fun sides of life. You know, like when you say fun, just like the, the fast pace. He, 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 he was, let's put it this way, 99 fucking percent of people who got the opportunities that Johnny got, the people he got to meet, the parties he was invited to, the girls, the celebrities. That Those temptations, 99.9% of humanity never even had those opportunities. Yeah. You weren't even, you, you didn't even have the opportunity to be tempted at that level. Yeah. Even fucking guys who've gone on and had 20, 10-year careers in the NFL weren't, aren't as famous as him. Not even To close. this day. Yeah. So... Those temptations he faced when he was fucking 18, 19, 20 years old, I mean, they were extremely high level. And like, I've always understood that. And I've always known, I've known Johnny to be a fucking good guy, straight up. Off the field, on the field, anything, you know, he's he's a good dude and you get get around him and you can feel that. So, I mean, as far as him figuring it out, it, it, I don't know if some people go through their whole lives and don't necessarily figure it out, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's about enjoying the figuring it out, you know, like it's. Mm-hmm. And even me, like you could say I have things figured out. Like if you look at it on paper, we've, you know, I've gotten really lucky. And ha- but like I'm, I'm fucking still figuring it out day in and day out, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's the message of the whole thing. Like he doesn't know what the hell he's going to do next. We're going to do this podcast and, you know, and, and he's going he's gonna to keep playing golf and keep spending time with good people and, you know, try to make a living. And that's it, you know, like. Yeah. I'm not worried about him because, I mean, we obviously know he's the man. And, and when it comes to networking and just being a good person, mm-hmm. you, good people just become attracted to you. Mm-hmm. And, That's uh, fact. And good things just happen to you that way. I mean, it, it's 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 uh, being around him. There was I, I talked about it on Stephen Mingle, but like when we left L.A. Uh, for like a month, I was kind of in a funk. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't exactly sure. I was like trying to figure out why. Didn't really know why. Um, but being around him and inspired me because he he was he's in a good place, you know, like day in and day out. He's in a good mood here. He's fucking looking at the sunset. He's talking about life. He's enjoying. He doesn't need parties and people around. He's just enjoying our company. And we're, you know, he's enjoying this this new found kind of peace where he's at. And dude, he, he some people never, ever would get over the shit that he he lost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He 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 had a really high, high level success and attention, mm-hmm. and that's just like a drug. Attention is the biggest drug being sold right right now to people. Like, mm-hmm. 
in the world everyone will do anything it seems like anyone will do anything for for more attention mm -hmm. and when you fall out of that and not that he doesn't have attention still but you, you fall out of that you're in la the girls following you around the, the tmz all this shit when you fall out of that it's really hard to like and you go through that kind of embarrassing like you know it was an embarrassing thing for him to like fuck all right well you know close the chapter on close the book on that chapter and and to see him rebound and find peace and it's, it's not that late you know what i mean like no. this is only three four years ago like and, and that fall from grace you could say and now he he really does have a positive aura and it's fucking inspiring because i didn't have nearly as i've never i haven't had, i can't really relate like i i got hurt and shit but like i wasn't this big famous guy and like you know, like, no. so my point is, he went through a high level turmoil and high level of mm -hmm. public, like, shame or, you know, that that's shame that you feel. And he still feels it sometimes. He says it, you know, but like, fuck, man. Like, if he, if, you know, he could figure it out and, and have some actual internal peace in just some short time, I think it's an inspiring and like an eye opening thing. Like, anyone could get over you could get over anything if you if you like approach it the right way i know? agree and i think uh in a few years from now he he won't be defined by football anymore no. he'll be defined by something completely different yep agreed mm -hmm. and I, I i just want to be a part of it you know I, i've always you know even when we did the comeback season that that was the whole the whole idea like we just mm -hmm. i want to help him in any way we possibly can the ball don't lie podcast um how do you foresee that going um describe like what type of show that's going to be because it's going to be coming out very soon yeah no it's, i think it's going to be special man he, he's he's a he's like actually a talented speaker um good good speaker and and has a i think really valuable insight on shit ranging far outside of football mm -hmm. um it's a life it's a life podcast man it, it's it's a it's under the same umbrella as like the vibe of y and k but it will be repetitive. It, it will, you know, like Y&K, we have guests all the time where this one will be a little less dependent on guests. We'll still have guests, but um, I think Johnny has like a long story to tell. I don't think you can fit it in one or 10 podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, but I also just think he can, uh, you know, really have a dynamic conversation. I think we can, and I think, I think it will be helpful. Um, biggest feedback I got from our, our podcast was how, really genuinely like a lot of people reached out and like yo that, that that really like touched me you know for for x amount of reasons or whatever reason but it was that was the overwhelming uh, reaction that i got mm -hmm. and i think i think there's a huge purpose in that like i we've been saying about doing these podcasts and the reason we talk about what we talk about you know yeah we're not talking about bullshit we're just trying to keep it real and then spread you know spread anything that could potentially help anyone who's listening you know mm -hmm. i think that's bottom line is like more of that i agree and a lot of people don't know this he's actually johnny's been living with us yeah talk about you know fuck just <laughs> you look around and you're like hey my my life's just gotten a little weirder <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, no he's he's uh he's an uh, he's an electric guy no electric guy great to have him around and please don't take offense to this but i think he can party a little harder than you yeah. The guy's a tank. He is a tank. <laughs> he is a tank. It used to be you being the last guy at the party. Now, <laughs> now it's him. I, I, I walked out the other morning to the living room, uh, <laughs> and you, you, were, you were just uh, on like a little lounge chair, just totally knocked out, and he just, 
he had the music on the ox is still rocking. Yeah. You know? Well, he can get after it, man. He, uh, it's, uh, it's as advertised, you know? He can <laughs> fucking, he can really party. And he can, you know, like I said, dude, there was times, and we'll talk about it. We're going to talk about it in the bottom line, but there was times where I wouldn't because I, I didn't want to, I knew he still had aspirations and I didn't want to be involved with partying with him, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I, I just didn't want to be, and I think he, you know, he appreciated that. I, I didn't want to partake in that while he was, had aspirations to continue playing. Mm-hmm. But once, once that, once that closure came, then, you know, that was one right when we had the bottle and lie conversation. It had been an idea in my mind, um, but it couldn't happen until he had closure and like really was ready to say, "Hey, I'm done." Yep. Because um, that I think that's where a lot of people found, uh, you know, his. He would say he would say shit, and then he wouldn't. He was saying it for the public, like because he he didn't he wasn't able to own up to the fact that he didn't want to fucking be an athlete anymore, like mm-hmm. straight up, you know, and. Uh, now that that's that's closed, he can he can move on with his life. You know, there's nothing wrong with partying and having a good time. But I am privy to his day in and day out life now, and he's he's doing a lot better, man. Yeah, like yeah, we party, you know, like but he's not doing it every day, all day, and he's not sick, and he's not mm-hmm. over abusing, you know, like he he's he's still trying to fucking figure it out, man. I want to help him. I want to help him, you know, like mm-hmm. we're pretty good at balancing life, you know. It's this a fast life we're living and it can be dangerous. But all you gotta do is establish a balance and like work at it. You know, I think I think uh our group more than anyone has been like the kings of balance. Yeah. Yeah, I think we I think we've done really well. You, you know? know. We've definitely had some you know, we've had some trials and tribulations along the way, but it's yeah. definitely it's definitely something I, I pride myself or I, not pride myself, I I, tr- I try to focus. Mm-hmm. on keeping a balance when i look at my days and day in and day out like if we got after the weekend like monday tuesday wednesday i'm trying to eat healthy i'm fucking hot yoga sweat my balls off how you been enjoying hot yoga by the way hating it hating every second of i hear it. your first hot yoga was too hot I, 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 that's the only place i've gone i'm going to this place and it's like i talked to the girl today after i was just like does this ever get easier <laughs> like, like dude every time i'm like my whole body's tingling by the end of it and like I'm just laying there, and I look up, and everyone's gone. I'm the last guy to leave every time. I just can't. Like it's really fucking hard. People quit the class before it ends. No, no, no. I mean, like when the class ends, like you finish with some stretches. And oh, like, gotcha. I'm laying on my back, and they give you like cold towels. I'm just like, mm-hmm. and by the time I like open my eyes and look around, like the whole class is fucking left. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really hard, dude. It's fucking humbling, man. Really humbling. There's like an older lady to my left. There's a fucking there's a guy who's like 250 pounds, like, you know, overweight, dominating me. I don't know how they, I mean, it's really hard. Nothing bro. like a flexible old guy. A flexible yeah, just guy. flexible, but like not, <laughs> not fucking, not like they're, they're not wearing it. Like I'm wearing it. Like the, the, just the movements and, you know, like I, I've, I've definitely let go of my flexibility and shit. So mm-hmm. it's all just a journey to get back to it, but it's humbling, man. It's humbling in a nice way challenging yourself is is fucking really productive we're like pain avoiding we're pain avoiding creatures what what did mike tyson say in his little press conference before his fight he says he he uh he he says he he he, the the reason he does he does things that scare him right yeah he said he he's comfortable being uncomfortable yeah 
Yeah, no. I mean, Mike Tyson's you, fucking very. You have to be that way. Mike Tyson's the shit. Yeah, he was high. Blue said he got high as fuck before his fight. He fought high. I definitely believe that. I mean, he was he was locked in, man. Yeah, I mean, he we're big hot boxing podcast guys. I love watching that. And uh he's fucking really like people if you don't know and you just see him and like here and there, you're like, Oh, he's kind of off his rocker. But he's not really like And he, I'm Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> brother from another mother. <laughs> um No, nah, but uh dude, he uh he's really fucking smart bro it kind of inspired the ball don't lie thing because like mike tyson can say he could say like pretty much anything to anyone and like you know he's had such a high level of life experience i think the highest because forget about johnny's story for a second yeah i mean times that by like a hundred i know how much did the guy earn in the the peak of his career 300 500 million dollars absurd amount and somehow pissed it all away pissed it all away talked about talked about it his the stories that come up but like it's in the ballpark of like the notoriousness of johnny's like three-year run there where he 100 much micro level you know of that but like there's a certain level of like experiential wisdom that um you you get through going through that and then coming out the other side and like Mm -hmm. seeing johnny's personality now and like how he was just kind of like willing to be completely honest mike tyson's like so honest He's so honest about like his shortcomings or the things he's done in the past, and um, it's dope. Yeah, it's really dope, and I, it it makes me want to go down that path. You know, I, I'm happy I didn't hurt that many people and realize broke a you, lot of hearts though. Yeah, I mean here and there, but not really even. You know, I didn't really even go down that path. But I'm just I said that to Blue. I was just like, man, because he had he has a lot of like pain and um what's the word he he's 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 rattled by like all the fucked up shit he did in the past yeah living selfishly yeah but like he, he you know he did this d he talks about dmt and this, he did the five meo dmt which is which is like the highest level but they call it the god molecule and it essentially like evaporates your ego and you realize like all this shit and, that, and they talk about it all the time but he's coming from a place of like oh shit like all those sins and all those bad things i did to people like now I just want to right those wrongs as much as I can. And I'm happy that I'm at least going down this path of trying to break the ego down. And, you know, before I went on and fucked over a bunch of people or did a bunch of ratchet shit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, Johnny has a little bit of that. You know, he definitely has some, some, some you know, little shame about things he's done. But he's ready to, like, start a new chapter and start rebuilding, mm-hmm. which is dope. Awesome. Yeah. Another thing uh, on the table that we'd done the past month, we launched the the fans Bellina Cup edition. Yeah. Um, just a little because we didn't, you know, we didn't promote it too much. It was kind of a test run. It was uh, we did a thirty-two team buy-in for fans to play each other, mm-hmm. and the winner gets uh, winner gets a big bag of money and a free trip to the ranch to play to play the king in person. Yeah, man. We, that's, uh, that's exciting. We um, we know the winners, right? Yeah, we just found out. We're fucking 18. <laughs> so legally we have to call it a pong tournament. Yeah, yeah. It's a pong tournament, I guess. So we'll we'll play with fucking Capri Suns and, and Sunny, Sunny D. Yeah. Sunny Delight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I mean I guess they, they're they're coming in riding the high horse. They think they're I think they're unbeatable. So I gotta tell you, I've watched the majority of their games. They got a shot on them. 
Both yeah. both teammates. We'll see how they we'll see how they uh, how that shot looks when they got the Heisman bopping around doing chug buds. <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how normal how how good that jumper looks when when you throw them uh, throw them in the fire. So you're saying there's zero part of you that's nervous about losing no. a five game series? Absolutely not. All right. I mean, I I don't ever lose a five game series. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this comes out, I think the game will have already happened. Good. <laughs> good we'll look back we'll uh we'll look back and we'll see if you're right we're, yeah no this is something we're going to be doing all the time and uh we'll keep yeah. up in the ante i mean the, you put in a hundred bucks i mean anyone out, out there ha, ha, didn't get involved it's underground so like try not to promote it too much and like kind of make it a word of mouth thing and mm-hmm. it's limited spots the spots fill up in like a day or two right yep um this was 32 teams you enter at 100 bucks a head so 200 a team and you know if you win, just just the tournament before you play us, you, you get a thousand bucks for your hundred. So the team wins two thousand, and then you know we fly them out here, all expenses paid, free trip, and uh, come play come play the Steves. So I think it's a really cool thing, and you know this whole premium content wave that we're about to start, almost like the week by the time this comes out, we'll be starting really soon, right? Yeah, we have a lot of things teed up. Yeah, uh, but the the Bolina the Bolina Cup, the next one, I think we'll open it up to sixty four teams, and it'll start at the start of January, probably. Yeah, we're gonna do this all the time, and like, you guys will make content out of it as well. Like, just but again, trying to do fun shit with you guys, and um, if you do, you know, subscribe because there's gonna be we're gonna do like tons of perks. I know. I think there's value to this because there's one thing if you just give fans money, which is fine. Like we still do that, but to give them an experience. Yeah, like that best. every month. It's the best to get a free trip here. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty cool. I think it's really cool. I think I think it's just a another cool addition to all the stuff we're doing, and um, I think a lot of this premium stuff will be like really cool. You know, I'm a little bummed out they're 18 because the last time we had the well, the first time we had fans win a trip to the ranch, Matt, I showed them a hell of a time. Yeah, you guys went out and got hammered. The whole town knew I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, I think the whole town knows you. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys went out and got after it. Now, like, where are we going to take these? I, I might take them to like build a bear. Should take them to Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we haven't been to Olive Garden is horseshit. Just principle alone. <laughs> trying to watch my figure. Yeah. Um, so speaking of watching figure, I went home for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, went home as well. That was a good time. Um, yeah, I had a blast. My sister got married. Uh, which was which was nice. I, I mentioned being kind of in a horseshit little vibe for like a not horseshit, but just like a little dull since we left LA and I was kind of just feeling a little misplaced or displaced. Um, but shit, going home, man, touching the soil. Mm-hmm. That's all it was, you know. I, I think also being around at a wedding and your sister and you're happy that there's a there was a big level of uh, I felt a huge wave of like just general happiness and like wanting wanting you know excited to get back and get to work and just you know enjoy the days Mm -hmm. um it's crazy what perspective can do to you man you could look at the same view and fucking see two different things i was not like kind of now every day i'm like back to looking at the sunset and these we have amazing view here and um crazy how much how noticeable the different just the perspective change will change exactly i was was gonna ask you how you like arizona so far i'm fucking loving it yeah i'm loving it i mean it's a fun place uh you know we johnny was here that was kind of the reason but just getting out of la and um 
and uh you know the weather here in the winter is amazing i really i'm I'm enjoying it it's it's there's a definitely like a higher level of like just kind of peace um another thing speaking of premium content before um this i believe is the last free steve's ynk podcast non-guest right yeah well this this whole vibe we'll be doing the house podcast with like the guys and you know um but that those these types of conversations uh will all be premium yep so we'll be doing two premium episodes a month yep uh and uh yeah it's just for you know i don't with launching a, a ball don't lie podcast like we're not going to be putting out like two podcasts a week you know like there has to be a you know a balance but i think this is great for those who really you know who really fucking uh want to dial into us and what we're doing i think we have we have an amazing like group of people that fuck with us heavy you know and for those people uh yeah we'll be instead of killing off this side of it i'd like to just do it and for those who want to pay for it you know you'll get you'll get these conversations and um and it's pretty cheap it's going to be five dollars a month mm -hmm. you're gonna get two episodes a month and then uh access to the Stephen mingle lives every every other week yeah which yeah. have been which have been electric by the way they have been good. with the exception of the last one where we saw a couple of cocks some guys throwing their hogs around <laughs> fucked me up a little bit to paint the picture it wasn't uh, even just a dick it was a <laughs> this guy turned around and showed his balloon knot too this is yeah this is this is really great promotion for Stephen mingle live no one's going to want to go on it but we're going to make sure this never happens again um yeah, but just to paint the picture if you haven't even heard of Stephen mingle live it's a uh, it's just a live stream we do on Zoom every other week. And, uh, you yeah, know, we just get to talk with you guys in person. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's never like too crowded. Like there's, you know, 150 people in there or so. Like, so it's very manageable. We talk to a bunch of people mm -hmm. and we've been doing it for a couple months now. Yeah. And we, you know, on Zoom, you have the gallery view where you can look at everyone that's, you know, has <laughs> their cameras on. And I always kind of browse through there, like looking for the next person to talk to. Usually it's, uh, you know, some chicks or a guy with a mustache uh, <laughs> who, I, yeah. who I lean towards. And I'm looking through there and, and like someone's like spamming the chat room. And I'm like, who the fuck is this bozo? So I'm looking for this bozo who's spamming the chat room. And I just see a fucking naked dude who's dancing around, facing the wall. Electric. Spreading his ass cheeks and putting his asshole right up to the camera. Yep. Which... I'm, I don't even know where your head's at, where you're not going to hop on someone's... I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not I mean, sure. Stephen Mingle Live sounds like it's kind that, of a dirty thing. That wasn't on my, uh, that wasn't on my fucking radar at all. <laughs> that never, didn't, not one fucking part of my being thought I was going to see it. I mean, we've been seeing some, some hammers. We've been seeing some, I mean, some ladies. Everything's about balance, right? And then, yeah. <laughs> and then I, I give that guy the boot, and then like a half hour later, probably the same guy, just close up, jerking it, fucking chat roulette style. <sighs> Sheesh. Hate to see it. So if you're if if you want to join Stephen Mingle live, <laughs> yeah, go sign up now. <laughs> we swear there's some boobs on there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I, I actually uh, have have I get a ton of value out of it. Just you get to talk to fans directly, though. It's you one got, of my favorite things that we do because it's uh, yeah, I think it's really unique too. I don't think any other artists are doing it really, or even just public figures. You don't really see it. Yeah, super personal mm -hmm. and. Uh, I think it's it's a great way of like just continuing the the idea of like giving any way we can, you know. Yeah, and like, we give money away. We give hundreds yeah. of dollars away every time. Yeah. So definitely join the next Stephen Mingle live. It's going to be part of the the YNK podcast plus. Keep your pants on, guys. And yeah, keep your dicks away. I'm glad <laughs> there's going to be this you know this payment wall now, so we don't get these yeah 
these guys showing their dicks. I mean, if you pay five bucks a month, show your dick. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you earned it. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the boot. We're just going to deal with it. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. It's part of life. You got to deal with a couple dicks sometimes, you know? There's dicks in life as well. <laughs> One thing that we haven't done in a very long time is take an actual pee break in the middle of our episodes. Want to do it? I think we should. All right. All right, let's go for it. We'll be right back with You Never Know, You Know What I Mean, right after this urination break. Come one, come all. If you're a Steve, then go to OnlySteves.com. You can hear music early and get bonus podcasts every month. That's OnlySteves.com. I wanted to expand on one thing you you said earlier uh, about being in a funk when you when you came out here and obviously like this was a big, you know, life change for us. Yeah. Packing up, leaving an entire city and then going to, you know, I mean, I, new place. going to LA is one thing. Cause it's like, that's where everything is entertainment wise. Like that's, that's kind of where a lot of things were. And it was like an obvious move yeah. at the time. This is like, I mean, I don't want to say it's obvious, but it's something that was necessary for us, but it wasn't like an obvious choice. We went through a big life change and you said you were like, we're kind of in a funk a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what was that transition like moving, like packing up shop completely and just coming to a whole new city? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, we had been marinating on it for a while. Personally, I had been thinking about it for a while. Um, you know, I, we talk about like your intuition a lot. And I, I think in a, in a previous episode, I was talking about like going for a ride. Like you got to go for a ride if you feel like you got to go for a ride. And yeah, if that's somewhere new and unknown, um, if you don't go, then you'll never know, you know. And I, it just kind of it just kind of hit me more. I think COVID made it a little easier. There's a lot of time of reflection. There's a lot less to do. You know, you're stuck in the house and. And, um, you know, there's, there was fires in LA and I'm just like, uh, you know, like, am I tied to anything here? Yeah. I started thinking about it and I, I, I remember I wanted to, life is like a, it's a call to adventure, man. And you have to create those adventures. You have to, you have to, you have to, if you have the chance, like you, you got to go for it. You Life's know? the highway. Yeah. I want to ride it. All night long. All night long. Um, and I, uh you know, you got to go for it. And that, that's, that was really the basis. Now I will say the reflection and the stuff we talk about, like was a big factor, like really thinking about things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think you can, you can break your programming and like challenge some of the thoughts that you're programmed into you if you really like think on things. And uh, even even being in a funk, I was thinking on things a lot, and and um, you, we talk about feel and awareness. Like having awareness on your problems is like not something people are good at. No, I was just going to ask that if people do that enough. And I don't a good a good example. And uh, you know, we we've already, we've been reading the Jay Shetty book, Think Like a Monk. Mm-hmm. which uh, we all recommend because it's a fantastic book. Yep. And uh, he touches on that a lot. a lot. His very first thing he said, you should ask yourself, or what are your core values? Yeah. And then, and then answer, you know, write down, like, what are you doing to contribute to those core values, whether it's family or, you know, career or whatever. And like, absolutely. if, if, you, if, if you have one thing as a core value and your list is short on how you're fulfilling that value, then you're fucking up. Mm-hmm. You know? It's facts. I, I, 
Uh, that actually feeds into exactly what I, I was going to say. I, 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 w- I realized my values were a little misplaced. Um, being that leaving Los Angeles um, put me in that vibe that I was in, I, I realized that I had, I, I had a need for the attention, um, the, you know, the, the girls in LA and the, you know, the, the parties and, and just, just the stigma of being in LA. And like, I always said I didn't care, but like, I realized I kind of did. Mm-hmm. And, um, that awareness, it could, yeah, it could be really painful to look yourself in to the core and be like, ah, yeah, maybe, yeah, my values maybe aren't in the right place. And maybe, um, you know, I do care about some of the wrong things. But once, once you, once you do that, man, like that's, that's real freedom. Like awareness get, can really free you from a lot of things in life. So you know, I, a month went by, I went home some, you know, some time went by, I put my awareness on, on some better things. And now I, I don't, I'm not missing LA at all. I've already moved on, you know? So it's like, it's like anything in life, but it, it definitely was kind of, it was a little, it was kind of, it was kind of hard to deal with. Like, I think there was a lot of times your disappointment in yourself is that's where sadness stems. If you're, if you're disappointed in something you're thinking or, feeling you know it's one thing to just feel shitty another thing to be like why why do i feel shitty and then when you kind of realize hey, you know a lot of this is like your frame of mind and how you're looking at things mm-hmm. and um yeah yeah i mean it, it, it was it's been nice to get through that and uh see the other side but i think those you know we talk about it all the time but i really do think it's the best best time for growth when you put yourself in the unknown and you jump you just jump off and just see where it takes you, you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing's set in stone. I don't know, you know? we. I think we're going to go to Nashville. We're fucking really blessed and lucky to have a life where we're not tied to one place. And uh, why not explore until we don't feel like exploring anymore, you know? So yeah, I'm happy with the decision. I think everyone, I think the vibe's been great, you know? Um, everyone else was, like, on a better vibe than I was, you know? Like, I was kind of like, oh, fuck, I don't know. Did we make a mistake? I can't tell, you know? Yeah. And then... Everyone else was kind of so that even that that was helpful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean we're blessed that we get to do it as a group. Yeah, you know, packing up and leaving as a solo human being and going to a new place. Mm-hmm. You don't know anyone there. I mean, I can imagine that's hard too, and I imagine that's what turns a lot of people away from it. I don't. Yeah, like there's something about it. There's like even happiness is like fleeting. You know what I mean? Like you have to. You got to just, there, there's something about like this whole life that we're living that I just kind of opened my eyes to like all of it's fleeting, mm-hmm. you know, like we're on a, we're on a magical run, you know, like, I don't know who knows when it ends we're, you know, things keep rolling for us and fuck, I fucking go to the wheels fall off, but it's fleeting. Yeah. You gotta have, you gotta be happy with yourself. You gotta be happy with your boys or with the people in your life. Like none of it's really here to stay even the happiness the feeling of happiness you know like there's more there's more like the only thing that's not meaning is like the only thing that's not fleeting is is meaning like a purpose like enjoying like if you find meaning in just being alive and that that does, that's not going anywhere you're going to be alive until you're not anymore you know but like the settings irrelevant then yeah that exactly you're giving yourself a better chance to to have joy every day and 
Mm-hmm. All all of this shit has been all new 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 things to learn for me. I'm learning every day, you know. But if I could give anybody advice, never never feed your feed your need to learn. Like it, it doesn't have to be about like studying or th- like learn. It like you know, like you already know what you know. You know, like just nothing because you never know. You never know, but you know, you know, you know, like. You know this place was place you grew up. We knew L.A. Like we knew we knew that. You know, like we don't know where these other places are, what they have to offer. We don't we don't know what tomorrow brings. You know, so just go into it trying to learn as much as you can. And like when you do have an opportunity to learn something new, go for it. You know, whatever know. tomorrow brings, I'll be there with open <laughs> arms and open eyes. Yeah, by day by day, by day by day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. And I'm sure the question on most people's minds whenever we do these is uh, your song release schedule. Yeah. <laughs> what's, ne- what's next up? You just put out a little more time. What's next up? Yeah, we're getting a great reaction on the songs. We put four out now as Mike. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they're doing really well. So um, I don't have a date yet on the next one. I'll be transparent. There's some shit, man. It's It changes Day by day. By day. By day by day. <laughs> it changes so much. But we, we just have some like fucking uh some bigger opportunities like knocking on the door a little bit, you know. So I'm trying to play it by ear, man. Sometimes I I don't even know what I want, you know. That's okay. You know? I don't know. Like there's times where like I maybe want to do a record deal and like just make it as big as possible. And then there's times where I'm like, I don't even know. Do I want that? I don't know. Shit. Oh, I got some meditation music rocking. <laughs> um, it, it sounds like from all the artists who are signed with the record deal, they don't. Wanna, they don't like it. They don't like it. I know, man. I mean, look, and you, and you, you know, uh, the, the, there's definitely some great benefits to signing a record deal, you know, um, but there's definitely some some negatives, and I, I just, I don't know. I, I've always I've always leaned towards like life versus like what's gonna make me the most famous. You know, what's going to make me like, what's going to set me up for being as happy as I, I can be mm-hmm. has been kind of the driving force behind our decisions. So, you know, um, I got some bigger songs with some bigger artists and and uh, there, there does, we do need to play ball a little bit. I've been saying this for a while. You know, I, I honestly, I, if you asked me a year ago to date, I would have thought we'd already be fucking balls deep in a deal. <laughs> you know, um, but COVID came and things change and you never know, you know, like you never know. Um, what I will say is like, we, we have tons of music and I've worked, I'm working still every day. You know, I challenge myself every day. Sometimes I'm in the vibe, sometimes I'm not, but I, uh, I have tons of music and, and we'll be rocking. Like I said, we'll be putting songs out monthly, at least every three to four weeks. So a little more time just came out, not even a week ago yet. All right. So yeah. Um, and we'll be doing a pre, uh, premium release through the music as well, which I think is going to be the best one of them all. Yeah. Um, which will include being able to listen to the song a week or two early. Yeah, at least at least like two weeks earlier than it comes out. Yeah. You'll have the song. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do like the Sunday Stud Day throwback vibe, where like I'll take requests from the subscribers what they want remixed and covered or whatever, and I'll do my own little versions of them, and. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think it's uh, it's just another cool avenue for us. Like, look, we're trying, you know, we're on, we're really thinking about it in an entrepreneurial approach to this. 
you're looking at the OnlyFans model. You're we're watching we're watching the commerce change digitally. It's changing fast. Yeah, and uh, I'd like to be at the forefront of something like this, where like artists with amazing fan bases go to direct consumer because Spotify, Apple, Amazon, YouTube. they have every artist by the balls mm -hmm. because they have the platform, and the labels have the artists by the balls too. But if you can create a model that goes direct to fans and the fans that's this fucking price of a coffee like if you really like someone's music and you want a deeper you want to you want a deeper look into it and you want to see like even like the ideas of like playing demos for fans letting them letting you guys be a part of the process of like mm -hmm. which song do should i put out next or which one do you guys like like yeah i think that's a really cool opportunity both for the consumer and the artist and like How's 95% of the fucking income sound, guys? Just Yeah, just to put it in perspective, on Spotify, you get about 0, 0.0, you get a little less than half a penny per stream. Doesn't add up to a lot. Um, I think it adds up, if you get a million streams- Oh, it's less than half a penny per stream. It's less way than less. half. It's like 0 0.003 or 0 0.004. Yeah. And to put it in perspective, for every like million streams, it's like three grand. Yeah. I mean, do you know how hard it is to get a million streams? And you're talking about having to do that every month to yeah. just get like minimum wage. It costs like five grand to make a song. In and general. Apple, before streaming, Apple was taking thirty percent. That's why, like, when you see like singles being sold, like they would charge a dollar twenty nine because like yeah, thir like thirty percent of it just out the door to Apple. I think there's a cool there's a cool wave coming here where like this is being brought to the forefront a little bit. Like the beautiful part of social media is like no one's safe. You know, like. Kanye West could go out there and fire out fucking viral tweets to 10 million people see it. Mm -hmm. And he's calling out how bad he, he... Kanye literally reneged on all of his deals. He had artists in slave deals. Mm -hmm. He had artists in these typical label deals. And he was like, fuck that. I'm giving you guys your masters back. The reason we've been able to have success financially. I mean, granted, we, we've expanded and diversified and like do other shit. Thank God. Mm-hmm. But the music money, I mean, it took me years to be really profitable in music. And guess what? It's, it's only, it's become very profitable because I own it all. You know what I mean? I never did a deal. So yeah, I mean, way less people might hear it, but I'm getting the lion's share. I mean, for, for those listening, you, your favorite artist is getting like 15% of his music income. You know, fifteen percent of the music income from companies like Spotify that's only giving you less than half a penny. You're like, exactly. So if you really break it down, like if you're an artist, and this is for any artist, not just us, would you rather have that type of deal where you're getting like a small percentage of a small percentage, or would you rather, you know, charge four or five dollars a month to like people who really give a shit about you mm -hmm. and feed them exactly what they want? Exactly. That's the model. That's the I model. Think, I think you guys will fucking. I think you guys will be like, oh, this is a steal. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and if you don't want it, then, then you don't. You know what I mean? But it's, it's, uh, for us, it's like an, it's, it's more of a, it's more of like an aspiration to, to evolve the process and evolve the system in any way. You know, like we got in bed with this company, Bravo, a while ago, and like this was a plan from, for a while. Like, let's create something cool. Like, let's find an avenue to do something cool with this where like, if we have success with it and our model works, like, more and more fans, more and more people who have like a, even if you have a small fan base, you could directly monetize and live off that. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of struggling artists that can't live off 
even if they have 10,000 fans, right? Those 10,000 people, you can't monetize that and actually live off that. No. But if you you can monetize even fucking 1,000 people if they're paying you five bucks a month. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. 5,000 fucking dollars a month. What you, you wouldn't have made, you probably would be in the red if you were doing it the traditional way. Yeah. So that's where our line of thinking is on this. And, and uh, again, there, there's a cool vibe to the like the exclusivity of things, you know. And we're not we're not alone with this. I mean, we were on, we we're one of the first people to do it. I mean, but you see like the Nelk boys doing it with the Send Club and like, yeah, and it's because, you know, they're YouTubers and YouTube doesn't they fucking they pay. YouTube doesn't pay shit. you anything. They, uh, I forget the exact numbers. I want to say it's terrible. I want to say per million streams on YouTube, you make like eight hundred bucks or something. That's yeah, wild. <laughs> like, dude. So, like I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. It's like, like yo, it's really bad. You guys, like for like, I literally as a, I approach this shit, like you know, I studied business in school. Like I approach this as a business, like a product. You're serving a product to a demo, and like. The return on investment on doing videos and shit was so glaringly bad, along with, you know, along came streaming and this whole new culture of like, that's how most people consume their music now, which there isn't visuals in that, in that ballpark, you know? Mm -hmm. So I stopped doing, putting real money into videos because we'd have to fucking have a video go extremely viral yeah. for us to have a return on investment. Mm -hmm. And two, like, most videos that go extremely viral, um, people are spending money to make it go viral. You know what I'm saying? They're spending money on the back end to push it into the algorithms. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. and I'm not a YouTuber. YouTubers amass real, real stream, like real YouTube views. Those are, you know, I'm sure a good amount of those are just real genuine view, views, but they do it because they're putting shit out like every every day. You yeah. know what I mean? They're doing vlogs and all this and they build this. We're not fucking YouTubers, you know? Yeah. So it's like this. all these factors like are going to our decision making. But I think this is it's an exciting time for us. I think you guys will love it too. Um, again, exclusive podcasts, exclusive music, and exclusive content like a Torrance Boring documentary we're going to do. Mm -hmm. Um you know, the Bellina Cup with fans, the Stephen Mingles. Um, and the ideas will continue to flow and we'll take we'll field our subscribers' ideas and 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 do keep doing cool shit. Yeah. Got a lot going on over here. Keep rocking. More music coming. We'll have an album announcement, uh, you know, I'd say in the at the top of the year. You know, in either January or February you'll have an announcement, you know, and a date and we'll go. Um Fans are ready. Yeah, I know. I mean the album's called Keep Going. I made a song last week that's going to be on the album. So, and you know, I could have said this album would be out six months ago. So I, I think we're still we're still working on it, you know. But it, until uh, until we get this deal squared away, then you know, we'll we'll just we'll just have to let the cards fall where they may, you know. I, I think there's going to be some business made, some some deals made to to make this work, and I think it will be great. Before we get out of here, uh, there was there was a post that I just tagged you in that hmm. really made me laugh. Did you see it? No, I didn't. <laughs> I'll show you right here. It's from one of our fans here. <laughs> the snoozers. I haven't even I haven't really talked about this. That's and funny. Just speaking of music streaming and stuff, like yeah. I, I just wanted to give it a quick plug because I think it's really funny. Yeah, go ahead. Um, a lot of people don't know this. I'm actually a a pretty successful sleep therapy artist. You are sleep therapy artist. 
Um, I wanted to see, we're talking about music streaming and how poorly it pays. And um, um, I'm, I'm trying to raise money for my next film. And I wanted to use, cause like last time I did crowd crowdfunding and I used like, you know, Kickstarter and you know, people donated money. I hate asking people for money. It fucking crushes sucks. me. So I, it sucks. So I wanted to think of a way, like how do you raise money without having to ask for money? And um, music streaming was the only thing that came to my mind. Mm-hmm. As bad as it pays. Smart. And originally I wanted to make songs, but I'm like, how many fucking songs do you have to listen to for like, you know, a third of a penny to turn into like a movie budget? Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot. So then the thought of sleep therapy, you know, like the Calm app, you think of like, you know, sounds, songs you put on when you go to sleep. I came up with sleep therapy albums under the under the name of the Snoozers, which uh, this particular fan uh, number one number one of their top artists here because mm. you have to listen throughout a night's sleep you listen to about three thousand tracks of the Snoozers because it's just uh, like like a one minute loop. Smart <laughs> that goes for whatever. Just innovating over here at the ranch. <laughs> and I think we just hit a million streams, which is pretty exciting. Congrats! Which again is not a ton of money, but we're we're getting there. Yeah, fuck man, <laughs> making some moolah. So if you want to help out, uh, hop onto Spotify or Apple and throw the snoozers on for your next your yeah. next sleep. Shout out to everyone who uh, all day I've been getting tagged, uh, being people, you know, being in people's top artists. Yeah. Um, Spotify rap just got announced today, but shit, man. You know, sometimes you forget when you live in a little bubble, and especially with COVID, not touring, and um, I think that's why these premium things we're doing, and even the Stephen Mingle like. I don't know. It's our way of like doing the meet and greets and like getting to see and you can't touch the people, but you could see them, you know? And like, yeah, man. Um, you forget sometimes, you know, how many people we've gotten to reach and impact and shit. So it's, it's really dope. Appreciate you guys. And uh, it's not taken for granted, but I think there's uh, just more and more good tunes on the way. We, I got a lot. And I, I think I've been talking about this sound I have. I really do think I have a sound that, um, that makes a lot of sense. So onward and upwards. We'll be ready for that day by day. By day by day.